You guys, we're here. And on August 11th, 2021, the only here that really matters in St. Louis is the City Foundry because today they are opening the food hall, finally. So this project in Midtown, just to remind you, it's kind of close to Ikea there, um, and it is an actual city foundry that was bought and is being developed by the Lawrence Group. We did an episode with one of the you know, people in charge of this project a couple months ago talking about you know kind of the delays and the things that have held them back um, from opening despite the fact that it was projected to have really had it more than a year under its belt at this point. Now today, the heart, as many have called it, of the city foundry is finally opening to the public with these restaurants. So we have 11 different food stalls, space for more to come. They're already in here cooking and I'm gonna do a little something different today on Abbey Eats St. Louis. I'm going to take you inside. Producer Dory was not able to join me, unfortunately, for this, but I'm Abby Larico, and we're gonna do a little bit of a live to tape, if you will. Uh, so we'll go around and record and just have some conversations in real time with folks and give you a sense of what we have going on here in the City Foundry, um, which will be, which is open for business officially um, as of now. And then we'll go ahead and do a long view weekend planner I'll explain a little bit more about that later. But for now, let's peek inside this city foundry. Mask up. Pardon me. Excuse me, thank you. All right. We are inside. So go ahead and uh, Give me a mic check. Count to, uh, count to five for me. Make sure I get your levels good. One, two, three, four, five. Isn't it funny how that's like the most nerve-wracking thing to do sometimes? Earlier they're like, I was like, one, seven, uh, two, <laughs> darn, darn it, three, five. There you go. I know. It's like, especially running on like the, the sleep, the adrenaline. Well, I appreciate the count because when they're like, just start saying stuff. I'm like, I need direction. Tell me what to say. <laughs> Well, hey, I'm recording here, so why don't we go ahead and uh, introduce yourself for me. Tell me who you are. My name is Susie Bomwich. I'm the Director of Operations for the Food Hall at the City Foundry. And we are in the Food Hall at City Foundry yes, right now. Yes, we are with customers. It's so fun to finally see people, the public, coming inside and enjoying the space. When you say finally, finally really means something it for really this does. place. Um, tell me about just getting to this day, August 11th. So, I mean, even right before the pandemic, we were planning on getting open and then the pandemic hit. And I think everyone in the hospitality industry just didn't know how long it was going to go for. So we were just, you know, planning, okay, now it's Easter. No, let's plan for summer. Okay, let's plan for, oh, this is going to be longer now. Maybe we open differently. And so the fact that we're able to open and actually have people in the space and have it be 
semi-normal. I mean, we are wearing masks, but we're able yeah. to be in here and eat food, and it's just been a long time coming. Yeah, let's get those conversations out of the way here because, you know, we are wearing masks right now. The, the city of St. Louis is back under a mask yes. mandate. So you've had to pivot even in even this summer. Yes, yes, even in the, and, and we respect, we want to make sure that everyone is safe. I mean, luckily this place is a, it's a really big place. There's plenty of open seating. And then once our, we are awaiting our outdoor furniture, the Foundry Way, which is a lot of people are familiar with because that's where a lot of the markets are happening we'll have a lot of outdoor seating for people to feel comfortable eating outside as well. Yeah, yeah. And okay, we're talking about uh, 11 different restaurants yep, that are open 11 here 11 kitchens now? to start. Now there's a total capacity for 20 kitchens. We're starting with the 11 that are happening today. We have four more slated for the end of the year, and then the remaining five will come in the next couple of years. There's quite a bit of diversity in these 11 kitchens. Yes, and actually this first, first round, it's, you know, we're really wanting people to broaden their horizon with their food, like what they know. Uh, we have our classics like chicken and pizza and burgers coming in the next round, but this round is like really the unique, like Senegalese crepes. We have, it's a really uh, unique variety uh, of options for everybody. This is also an option that didn't used to exist in St. Louis. Having a place that is a kitchen, a permanent establishment without as much overhead as having your own restaurant. Exactly. That's why we have Patty's Cheesecakes. Uh, you know, she's been around St. Louis, so you'll see her popping up at different exactly. events and things like that. And now she has a spot. Colby moved from their Cherokee Street location. They're here. It's a little bit easier for them, I'm sure, to focus on the food than having to worry about restaurant space and things like that. Well, and it's just a community, too, in that, you know, I could have it where it's just my space, but they, they you know, they vibe off of each other. And there's a lot of collaboration happening. We have people who, like the Polite Society, who are doing Good Day and Subdivision, who have been in the restaurant industry. But then we also have, you know, like you said with Patty, she's been around with pop-ups, but now she has her one spot and she's solid. And it's like, they're, they're talking to each other. They're, you know, they're even thinking about how can we menu collab eventually? Like it's a really fun, creative, innovative space for everybody. That sounds so St. Louis. People here love working together on restaurant concepts yes. and menu items and things like that. And it's fun. I mean, it's fun to see. It'd be fun. We were joking over at Poptimism and Hello Poke, like Poptimism should do a wasabi flavored popsicle. Like, will that happen? I don't know. But it's just fun to even talk about those possible menu options. Yeah, yeah. And so that being said, this is the first type of food hall like this in St. Louis. Um, how did you, what experience do you bring to this role? How do you know what the heck you're doing managing <laughs> a place like this? Well, like you said, it's the first food hall. So there's definitely going to be a lot of learning. It's been inspired by food halls that have been located elsewhere in the country, like in Atlanta and Milwaukee and even in New York. My experience involves just tagging along. My dad was a restaurant critic, so I've been involved with the food scene my entire life in St. Louis. So just even knowing how passionate these people are, I always personally just want to get to know them and how, you know, seeing my dad help them succeed. And then also I've worked in restaurants since I was a teenager and just love the hospitality industry. And so it's kind of a great combination of personally like being involved with St. Louis, but then also using my experience working in restaurants and pairing it together. This is kind of the heart of this City Foundry project, but there's of course other things that are coming with the market, the theater, the yes. other spaces. So tell me a little bit about how you work 
something like this into the overall environment of a kind of entertainment complex, district, whatever we want to call this? Well, so the City Foundry is, again, it's a place to find and be found, and it, we want people to come here and just live. So we'll have, like you said, we have food. That's part of life. That's what we're starting with, eating. And then, like you said, we're going to introduce the theater and other entertainment venues. We also have office space. Yeah. We're going to eventually in the coming years, introduce an apartment building. So then there's going to be the residential side of things. So I feel like it just fits perfectly with the idea of creating community by building a community in one spot. Mm -hmm. There have been conversations over the past couple of years about, you know, or even, I've even talked to some restaurateurs who were in and then they were out. There was a little bit of back and forth. There was a lot of things that, like you were kind of allu not alluding to, you mentioned earlier that had to be pivoted and changed and things like that. Now, today, opening day, when you look around at what's kind of been created and what is still to come in some of these spots that have yet to be filled and opened up, how do you feel about the project? I feel like we're doing really well. I mean, everything that's considered happened over the last couple of years, or I don't even know how long has COVID been. It's right. been. It feels like it's just been a really long time. We have a great group of people here. Honestly, I couldn't imagine it being any better. I feel like the people who signed on, the people who came on, the extra, I don't want to say extra time, but you know, when we were trying to figure out what we were going to do, it made us think more about what's the better process. And we were able to tweak things and take that time and think things through. Now, I will say, you know, we're not finished. And so people are going to come in today and they'll see it one thing, but then they'll come in even in the next couple of weeks and see something else that's built. But this is such an anticipated project. We were finally to, I, I know I keep saying finally, but we're able to serve food. We wanted to start bringing the public in to start growing with us yeah. instead of being outside. Like, when is it going to open? We're like, we can start bringing you in. Every time you come, there's going to be something new to be discovered. Yeah. And I'm sure this was something that the people in these restaurants were chomping at the bit to just be able to get going. Yeah, I think a lot of people, especially for people who have worked in restaurants and people who have worked in even just in retail, a lot of things have to be decided once things are open. So like we wanted to get open to then be able to really figure out what is this experience? Again, a food hall in St. Louis is brand new. So once we actually start getting customers and guests in the door, we're going to be able to learn and figure out what's the best way to do this process or that process. Okay, somebody's coming to the City Foundry for the first time. They're excited to go to the meal hall, food hall. What's the first meal that you would recommend? Oh gosh, well, so we have um, one stall opening right now at eight o'clock that's breakfast and that's crepes. So definitely, I would say coming to the food hall, look up on our website for the hours of operations, which I will say those are gonna be changing as we figure out what this space is becoming. And so we have a couple of stalls open for breakfast. I can't pick a favorite because that's like picking your favorite child. <laughs> Honestly, though. Isn't that kind of the beauty, though, of a place like this is you come with a good group and just have everybody divide and conquer? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and we want this to be a place that you don't just come once. You're going to come often. Yeah. You know, there, it's a community that you're going to come visit. With uh, coming here, walk around, look at the stalls. When I said look online, figure out what the hours are so that you can you know when a restaurant is open. And then also understand that this place is going to be popping. So they're going to be figuring out, the kitchens are going to be figuring out just how much they should have on hand. It could be that they sell out of a product because they're not sure yet how much they should order. So I'd say 
even if you come and maybe something's out at one kitchen, don't hesitate going to another kitchen. There's gonna be, you will be fed. There's not, we are not gonna be running out of food anytime soon. But you did mention something that I think is pretty cool and then I'll let you go because you're busy. You're We're busy about to like, open for lunch and that's when all 11 kitchens will be open. Yeah. We'll be around 1130 is when all of them are open for lunch. Yes, you're, you're a busy lady, but I think it's worth mentioning and underscoring what you've brought up a couple times here, which is that you were learning and you were adjusting and you were keep continuing to move forward. I feel like if anything, if we've learned anything over the past however many years it's been, it's that St. Louis needs something like this where we can all gather as a community and yes. different communities. We also need something that's flexible and adjustable and will like, you know, move with the times because St. Louis needs to get with the times and have a cool place like this. Exactly, exactly. We're, we're proud to be a part of St. Louis and we're proud to continue to have St. Louis be more of a destination, not just a pit stop for people. Susie, it was fantastic to sit down with you. <laughs> Thank you. On this I mean, I hope I gave you an opportunity to sit down today. Oh no, it's been great. I mean, I'm really <laughs> excited to go grab some lunch. I'm trying to pick, I'm, I don't know which one I'm gonna have today. I know, I know. Well, I already have plans to be back here tomorrow for food. So Perfect. this is fantastic. So awesome. thank you so thank much, you. I appreciate it. Go ahead and take the microphone from you. And yeah, I'm gonna be kind of bopping around and just uh, introduce myself kind of talk to some of the folks as they're setting up. Yeah. Um, I know that we're getting ready for a rush, so I don't want to pull anybody away. So I you figured I'd just- They're all aware that people are coming around, so don't hesitate. Fantastic. Can, can I just have your- yeah, Please, can I talk to you for a second? Yes, I appreciate it. Well, look who I found here. Mr. Mighty Joe Young. Oh, hi, Abby. Savannah Louie, hello. Good morning. So you were here early, early, right? I was, yes. And what did you try? Okay, so there is a place at the far end of the food hall, and it's called Buenos Aires Cafe. Bro, they have everything. So my personal favorite was their loaded fries, which came with this steak and this creamy sauce. Joe, I forget, what was the sauce? Do you remember? We don't know what the sauce was, but it was delicious. It doesn't matter, it was good. It was amazing. They had empanadas, which were great too. They had plantains, they had fried plantains. It, there is just so much here. And you're a food person, so overall review of this place so far. Oh my God, I'm so impressed. So Abby, I'm from San Francisco originally. Yes. We actually do have a food hall in San Francisco. Um, let me just say, City Foundry blows what we have out of the water. Wow, that is a ringing endorsement. Savannah Louie, go get ready for your 10 a.m. shot. Good to see you guys. All right. I mean, that's a big thing for Savannah to say. Let's go see. Okay, so now I'm up and walking around some of these places. Okay, Chez Ali Afro-Caribbean cuisine. He looks like he's cooking something right now. This is a pretty colorful stand over here, but let's see if I can bother them to chat with me. Excuse me, do you have a second or am I gonna make you burn your food? Hi, what's your name? Uh, Ali Tiam. And this is your place? Yes, Tell is. me a little bit about it. Well, I'm from, uh, originally, I'm from West Africa, like uh, Senegal and Ivory Coast. So, and I've been cooking for probably about seven years. And um, I do more like uh, West African, and also Caribbean cuisine. And because um, most of the cuisine, African and Caribbean, they're kind of similar, so I want to bring that flavor to St. Louis. So I used to have a, a restaurant union station like until they closed in 2016. And uh, just trying to make sure people, you know, eat some food from Africa because we don't have any really a lot of African restaurants in St. Louis compared to, you know, other ethnic or, you know, countries. So just trying to bring something new to St. Louis, you know, as far as African cuisine and uh, 
hope people enjoy it. And tell me real quick what you're cooking there right now. Uh, right now I'm cooking a yasso chicken, that's from Senegal. And I also have a curry chicken, which is for the Caribbean. And jollof rice, and uh, also some lamb, like roasted lamb. So that's something right now. So in a few minutes, I'm gonna put them on the, on the stand, so you can probably you can probably take a picture and see what it is. But hopefully, yes. Well, I'll tell you right now, it smells fantastic. Oh, so, congratulations on the new spot. Thank you very much. Have a good. Okay, I'll let him get back to work here. Now, okay, as you wander around the food hall, right now there are a lot of tables and chairs set up. I've been told there are more tables and chairs that will make their way here and included in what we see outdoors. Okay, Poptimism is a shop that uh, it's the popsicle stand run by Whisk Bakery, which Whisk Sustainable Bakery on Cherokee Street. We've talked to them in the past. Now they have a whole separate little spot here for their popsicles. It's fantastic. And then of course, Subdivision Sandwich Company. They are hard at work. That's the ghost kitchen concept by the folks behind Polite Society. And it looks fantastic. I mean, elevated sandwiches, we need a little bit more of that in the world. And then over to the other side, the breakfast spot, which will be open up early every morning. It's called Good Day. It's for breakfast. They've already seen a little bit of a line here this morning. And then it's all surrounded by the kitchen, or it's all surrounding rather, the kitchen bar. So this is a spot that kind of looks like this really cool, <laughs> this might not be the best way of describing it, but it kind of looks like those really cool um, airport bars that you kind of like, they, they're just really designed to catch your eyes. You're speeding down a terminal. It's got a big tank above it and the wood on the bar is really sleek and shiny and it's just right in the center there and they will be serving up drinks and then hello poke amy we talked to her with the sando shack a couple of weeks ago she is hard at work i've already seen her large rice cookers she opened those up steam came pouring out it was fantastic and then press waffle company this is the only spot in the city foundry that is not a completely local concept, but it is a concept that is locally owned and they uh, exist only in food halls. So let me see if I can bother them to see. Hey guys, excuse me. Can I ask what you guys are up to this morning? Oh, well, I'm making the, I'm making some stuff for the Cristo sandwich. Which is, which is, tell me more about that. Which has, uh, it has melty uh, Swiss Mouth cheese. Yes, yeah, smoked ham, ham and turkey. turkey. Yes, with cheese. On a waffle? sugar on uh -huh. top. It's really good, yeah. It's one of my favorites. I love it. And so, then we'll cut the uh, waffle in half, and then we'll place that on the inside, and then we'll put it inside. Yep. Oh, so he's got a little machine warming it up. And when that's finished, we'll put some powdered sugar on top. Toasty and melty. Yeah. So this is not your grandma's waffles, basically. No. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, congratulations on opening up here in City Foundry, you guys. Have a good one. Man, it smells so good. Oh, my gosh. Okay, ooh, so here's the Argentinian place that Savannah was telling me about. Let's see. Buenos Aires Cafe. Excuse me, is this you? Hi, I'm Abby. I'm with KCK. I've been told that you talked to my friend Savannah earlier. Um, what's your name? Oscar. 
Oscar, and you own Buenos Aires? Yes, it's uh, me and my wife. Tell me a little bit more about it. Uh, so it's just we're just trying to bring some Argentinian flavor to San Luis. So we own a restaurant in the Illinois side, and we just wanted to try something new here in San Luis, see if, if people catch on with it. I caught you while you're writing on your board here. You're putting plantains, churros. I think those are gonna be a pretty successful endeavor, but here at the City Foundry, what do you like, what, what made you wanna be at the City Foundry along with, or instead of just opening a second rest, conventional restaurant space? I think it's the, the type of uh, plan that they have. They're bringing a lot of kitchens together. Uh, so people can come and have fun in one location. So people can come and try different cuisines from different countries or even different uh, backgrounds or, yeah. So I mean, it's a fun place to come for the weekends with the family or things like that. It's exciting that it's finally open, congratulations. Oh, and yes, we've been waiting for like, well, like two years. Yeah. So finally, so in a few hours we'll open. So we're one of the restaurants that open for lunch. So yeah, we're ready. I'm excited. Congratulations. Nice Thank to meet you, you Oscar. Thank you. Hey, what's up? How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. I'm recording the podcast right now. So, Katie, hello. Katie Caro Cheney now, yes. So, how are you? I mean, you're walking around here, checking out things, uh, seeing this place finally open. It's got to feel pretty good. It feels great. I mean, yeah. we've been working on this project us internally, you know, for over a year. So, it's so amazing and so many great operators and I think there's a good eclectic mix of people, you know, some that kind of already have a cult following, yeah. some places that finally have a permanent home, like Poptimism and Patty's Cheesecakes, and then, you know, Subdivision, which was a ghost kitchen during right. the pandemic and now has a permanent home. And then, like, new discoveries, this Buenos Aires Cafe, get the steak yeah. sandwich. Okay, I've, heard, I've heard great things. You're the second person who's <laughs> talked about it so far today. Um, and then even around the corner, the Turmeric Streets Eats and Chef Ali, like, I think there's going to be, uh, Shay Ali, there's going to be a lot of new things that people, you know, are yet to discover yeah. here. Yeah. So it's a cool mix of, of things. So yeah. I'm so Katie, I know we typically talk and I set you, you set me up with interviews. So we just ran into each other as I'm recording the podcast right now. So I feel like I have to ask you, you know, you owner of Jasper Paul, your job is very interesting in the past year and a half or so, but just celebrating St. Louis food is kind of what your job is and what you really aim to do so when you have something like city foundry here how do you introduce something like this to the community and how have you felt like the response has been so far i mean the response has been amazing um you know i came on to the project when the pandemic had just hit so kind of the first big initiative we did was the restaurant rally which i don't know if anybody remembers that from last spring and we did a drive-through give back program, um, you know, where people could pick up food and, and the money went to the Gateway Resilience Fund. So like there, there has been such a huge response to this. And um, I mean, I give it up to the City Foundry and their marketing team who's kept the space activated even over the last year. You know, they've done these outdoor markets yes. and they've, they've really made our jobs easy as far as, you know, interesting programming that we can send a journalist to hopefully you know talk about and, and bring the community together but i think now it's at a point that this is something that people can come in they can get like really a glimpse of i think the future of the food scene and for us you know we're so used to opening like one restaurant at a time and this is essentially opening 11 restaurants yeah. at once and it's i mean all of these operators who are you know pouring their 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 lives into their individual establishments and 
it's cool to see them kind of all come together under one roof. I hope this is just the first of many encounters with people and friends that I haven't seen in forever. In <laughs> under this roof, it's fantastic. Katie, I'll let you run and do your job, but good to see you. She sets us up with interviews all the time. If you are a restaurant in St. Louis, you probably know Katie. She works her magic. Okay, Patty's Cheesecake right here. They are fantastic. Gotta talk to Patty at some point here. But if you haven't tried Patty's at one of the pop-up events at a market, um, any women's creative um, event here at the City Foundry, uh, she she's a staple here. So she has her spot right here on the corner. It's the first time she's having a really like, permanent space like this that anybody could just come up and walk to. So this is exactly what we're talking about when it comes to expanding and having more options. And then I have to see, okay, turmeric. We've got somebody back here taking some photos. Let's see if I can bother him. Hi, how are you? Can I bother you for a second? You look busy. What's your name? My name is Rocky. And is this your place? Yeah, this is our place. And I work here, I'm a chef here. And so turmeric is a fantastic place on the loop. And I am so thrilled because I live a lot closer over here that there's an option now pretty close. So what's the difference between turmeric street style and turmeric on the Del Mar Loop? Okay, turmeric is uh, more of Indian and some fusion and uh, street style is just like how the how we make it on the Indian roadside. It's just like that. The, all the preparation, all the recipe is like a typical uh, street style. Like how you find it on the roads of India. And do you think that that's something that is going to work here in the City Foundry and in St. Louis? Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, the, the, the opening, the trial run was very good. Like everybody liked it. And we are hoping that all the students and all the people love the food. Well, I can tell you right now, it smells fantastic. So I'll let you serve those up too as you get things out. Oh, fantastic. Well, it looks, it photographs well too. So nice to meet you. Man, that smells good. And then Colby Taco Shack. They, in their location, as I mentioned, they have moved and now you've got this bright yellow facade. It kind of looks like a, like a place you'd be able to walk up to on the street. So it is looking good. And then, okay, so just around the corner here, you'll see some of these empty spaces. As Susie was saying, that's because places are still coming. It is not done yet. And so as they continue to move forward and put new places in and grow the concept, you'll see some more and more people moving in here. But I can tell you for the first morning before the lunch crowd, there's already a pretty decent group of people here gathered around and ready to go. So now that we've taken you on our tour of the City Foundry, it's time for you to come check it out yourself. Remember, it is open at seven days a week. This is not at all sponsored, despite the fact that I've been absolutely gushing about this place. It's just a really cool thing for us to be able to um, have in the city of St. Louis. And I hope you enjoy it as much as I have already without even trying any of the food. All the big food writers and bloggers and photographers and reporters from around town are here right now, by the way. And I'm still here. I've pulled up at one of the high top tables here right beside the kitchen bar so that I can deliver 
our Longview weekend planner. Um, so we're actually going to be taking a couple of weeks off after this. Uh, between Dory and myself, we have several weeks of vacation. So we're calling it the first ever Abbey Eats St. Louis summer vacation. Can you believe that? We've never like gone three weeks without dropping an episode. But you know what? That's what we got to do. So we wanted to give you a heads up on some of the highlights of things that are happening throughout the weekend. Of course, please check before you head out the door and make sure that, you know, given changing circumstances and whatnot, that things are still as advertised here. Um, but we just think that there's, you know, the summer's not over yet and there's still plenty of fun things to do. Starting on Friday, of course, you have Food Truck Friday in Tower Grove Park, including four hours of food trucks, drinks and live music. That's always a good favorite for us. Saturday, here's something that is interesting to me. It's the Taste of Soulard Luau edition. Taste of Soulard events are always fun and super well curated. This one is a self-guided pub tour with a more tropical theme to it to celebrate being halfway to Mardi Gras. My goodness, I hope we can have a real Mardi Gras again this year. We're halfway there. Come on, we can do it. Sunday is Pooches in the Plaza at Ballpark Village once again. It is a pet-friendly event with drink specials, adoptable dogs, and... It raises money for the Metro East Humane Society. It's a fantastic opportunity to go just hang out at Ballpark Village. That plaza there is really fantastic if you haven't been out there yet. In St. Charles, this is a cool event happening outside of the Foundry Arts Center where they are having the St. Charles Jewish Festival. You can learn a little bit more about Jewish culture and, of course, try a lot of Jewish tasty kosher foods. They will be served up and it is a good option for you. If you just want to try a little something different, we all need a little bit more of that. And also this Sunday, August 15th, is Kreider Mart. This one sounds fun. It's a second shift brewing. We're seeing another one of these pop-up market events that's become pretty popular. They're having this at Second Shift Brewery. A lot of different local vendors are going to be out there. Um, you know what? If you have one member of your party who wants to do some shopping, the other one just wants to do some drinking, it's a fantastic place to do both. And then fast forward to August 21st, the Central West End's Art Stroll is happening in the streets where once again you can grab some of their fantastic restaurant options, dine al fresco, and walk around some of the galleries there in the Central West End and have a little more elevated dining experience even on a Saturday afternoon. And then Saturday, August 28th, the Alton Food Truck Festival at the Liberty Bank Amphitheater. This one sounds really fun because it's going to be a big plethora of different uh, food trucks offering global street food, some bevies, and of course some live music on the main stage there. So it's a real festival that they have. Ongoing, don't forget the streeteries in the Central West End. You have Friday nights at Grant's Farm. Farmers markets always love and appreciate you stopping by. It is still the summer. A lot of fun things to do, whatever it is you get into. Be safe, have fun with all of it. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Abby St. Louis is a Five in Your Side production. I'm Abby Larico. My fantastic producer is Dory Olmos. Again, we are taking a couple of weeks off. But we will be back in your feeds in September. So make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you do not miss that. In the meantime, we're also going to be working ahead on some stories. So let us know on our Instagram or via email. Podcast at KSDK.com is the email. At Abby Eats St. Louis is our Instagram. What are some stories that you want to hear about? Or some food trends you want to know more about? Or just anything related to what's on the table is on the table for us as a podcast episode. So we want to hear from you guys. We hope you enjoy this 
first ever live to tape, I guess you could call it, uh, episode of Abby Eats St. Louis and have a fantastic August, rest of your August, be kind and seize the plate. Mm -hmm.